0: Please listen carefully.
1: If it's being wanted and needed
2: and held close. It doesn't matter who I am or what I'm supposed to be.
3: Hey, how are you doing? It's been too long. Welcome to the XY Podcast. In this podcast, we talk about life, relationships, gender, sex, and what it's like to be X kind of different. Each month, we bring you ad-free audio drama-style stories, highlighting the talents of up-and-coming voice actors and woefully underrated writers from all over the internet. A little note, this is an adult podcast, and we do not recommend listening to this if you are not an open-minded adult. Hey, check us out. We are now publishing on Radio Public, Spotify, Apple, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, and YouTube. Do you have a different platform that you like, that you prefer? Let us know by tweeting us at xypodcast. That's the letter X, W-H-Y, podcast, all one word on the tweets, the twits, the birdie thing.
4: Hello there. This is Aubrey, guest hosting and filling in for Melissa, because this girl is sick. Sick with a cold, sick in the head, sick of life. She's also been busy working to put together XY, wrap it up in a pretty package, and send it out to the world. So I'll be your host this episode. Me, Aubrey. Don't worry, I promise he's not locked away somewhere.
5: Shh. anyway...
4: Welcome to the XY Podcast, Episode 4. We're a little late because we've been cooking up some new stories to bring you episodes more regularly. This episode, we bring you tales from the wild world of dating. We study the mating rituals of the New England frat boy, Mm -hmm. the devious manipulations of predatory flirts, Mm -hmm. the webs we weave to fulfill our biological imperatives, dangerous ways for women to unwind, Mm -hmm and the way some relationship predators take advantage of our vulnerable, loving selves. Let's listen.
6: Hello and welcome back to another Relationship Planet. Tonight we venture into the wild world of relationships with the hunter and the hunted. For both, it is a matter of biological imperatives, sex, manipulation, and douchebaggery. This episode will explore the devious depths predators sink to secure their prey. Our first stop is deep into the lush, tropical environments of a local Chili's bar, in the western United States. Humans are a herd species, finding strength in numbers. Here, we have a lonely, recently single human female. Her flock of woo-woo girls has seemingly left her behind, oblivious to the man nearby on the prowl. Let's watch, shall we?
1: (laughs) I can't believe he would leave me. Just like that. Did the three years we spent together mean anything? My whole life plan is ruined! I'm never gonna get married!
7: <laughs>
1: or, or have a house! <laughs> or a kid!
8: <laughs>
6: the high-pitched cry seems to have caught the attention of a nearby predator. Like an injured baby wildebeest, this recently single individual is practically helpless. To succeed in his hunt, Our predator must get within a meter of his prey without scaring off the emotionally injured young woman. Hey, I'm sorry
2: to bother you, but uh, I couldn't help but notice the most gorgeous person in here being upset. And something about that doesn't sit right with me. You know, you should be smiling, living life. Now, I don't know what that guy's problem who did this to you is, but he's a damn fool to let a great girl like you go. So what are you drinking?
1: Long Island's... (laughs) and... thanks... you... you really mean that?
6: His strategy of flattery is effective. The lonely woman is smitten almost immediately. The Predator has made this speech almost to the letter for a different girl at least once a month at this bar for the past two years. His success tonight is virtually guaranteed. (gasps) But what's this? It seems her flock has returned from their long migration from the restroom.
7: Ugh.
1: Sorry we were gone so long, Jen.
9: Some chick was taking FOREVER in there! And this dive only has TWO stalls!
1: Oh, hey guys, sorry, but we're kinda having a girls' night out. No boys allowed, you know? Look, I get that.
2: But it can't hurt for her to make a new friend tonight, too, right? Sometimes it's nice to have someone who doesn't know you too well to tell your problems to.
9: We're good. We know just how to help lift our girl out of her funk, but thanks.
2: Look, quit trying to cock-block me here and piss off. I think I know what this girl really needs right now.
9: You need to get the fuck
1: out of our faces before we call security on your nasty ass.
9: What she needs is good friends, good drinks, a safe place, and to get away from little shits like you. Now walk off, bitch. Pfft,
2: whatever. I don't care how hot she is. I'm up to my nips and hot sniz already anyway. I don't need a kind of
0: whining in my life.
7: Thanks, girls. I'm so lucky to have you both here for me. For a second there, I actually started to think he was kind of hot. <laughs> oh,
1: shit, Jen. How many drinks you have
3: while we were gone?
6: Surprised and slightly annoyed, the flock makes a miraculous escape. Frustration... Even for the most skilled hunters, success is not a guarantee. Dejected and humiliated, the predator walks off, sulking, alone, and likely to remain so for the rest of the night. Better luck next time, Carter. Now, sometimes in the animal world, there can be predators that can lure in prey by appearing as prey themselves. Take the angular fish, found in the darkest, deepest parts of the Atlantic Ocean. By using bioluminescent lighting, it attracts smaller, predatory fish into thinking they found a meal, only to be devoured themselves. Which brings us to our next case study. These specimens were observed at a prestigious country club on the outskirts of Reno, Nevada.
8: Oh, goodness, I'm bored. Say, what you fancy some golf today, friend? Huh, the only balls I want played with right now
5: are mine. Oh, the wife's still out of town with her sister, then? Huh. who even cares what that old battle-axe is? I want something fresh and young to have a good time with. <laughs> Honestly, can't even believe Harry's won't send us women anymore. What's the point of having all this money if you can't buy some stupid little girl's silence? I barely touched them. I don't even know what Me Too means. Wasn't women's lib already abandoned in a
8: scrap heap of failed historical movements? Yes, a real spot of bad luck that. It's not like we haven't sent back some bruised merchandise before. I'm sure something will come our way in time. There's only so much we can't buy, chap. What are you doing? I don't know. Don't ask me.
1: Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is what? Oh, come on. Say
8: uh, what oh, is causing all that commotion out there?
1: Hey, hurry up!
8: Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, isn't this just perfect timing?
5: Look at them. They look just... yummy! (laughs) A bit low class for my taste, but any port in a storm, I suppose!
8: (laughs) Let's go invite them in, shall we? Oh, yes. I'm sure we have some... uh, spotted dick to offer them. (laughs) Like
6: the Atlantic anglerfish. The men prepare their shiny lure, of flattery and money, to ensnare their unsuspecting prey. As cruel as this may seem, it too is all a part of this game of cat and mouse.
9: Where is it? Where is it? Oh my god! Oh!
5: Why hello! Oh <laughs> My, you young ladies are beautiful, absolutely stunning, but you must hear that all the time from younger men than us old coots. (laughs) Please pay me no mind. (laughs) Welcome to our country club. Is there anything we can assist you fine young women
9: with? Ugh, what? Oh, hey there. Sorry to bother you. We were just on a little girl's road trip and, well, we're a little lost. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy, but
1: our f- darn GPS,
9: like, just won't connect to
1: shit out here. Oops. Oh, sorry guys. Everything looks so posh here, and here I am just cursing up a storm. My bad.
10: Um. Do you got any Wi-Fi we can connect to real quick? (laughs) I'm really sorry about my friends, sirs. My friends can be a little crass, but they're great people. They're even taking time out of their lives right now to take me on a little road trip. (sighs) Just to help me clear my mind a bit. But I'm sure you don't need to hear all that.
8: Oh, pish, posh. Not a bother at all, but if I'm understanding you, uh, you young women seem to be a bit turned around. Is that correct? Yes, sir.
10: Yeah.
5: Yep. (laughs) You ladies are just adorable. You could be in one of those little girl bands. (laughs) But please, come on in. We were just about to have lunch served. Help yourself to whatever you like. We also have some fine wines inside as well. Now, unfortunately, us old codgers don't have much use for oh, what is it called, wifey's, was it? But we do have a computer hooked up in the den. You can at least use that to get your bearings or print out a map from Alta Vista. <laughs> Alta
10: Vista. Wifey's. Guys, would you knock it off? My uncle used to take me to a country club when I was a kid. I know how to handle guys like this. Just please follow my lead and act cool, okay? That would be fantastic. Like, thank you so much, sirs.
8: My, not to sound like an old fuddy-duddy, but it is quite pleasant to hear a person as young as yourself speak with proper respect and etiquette. Not that you other women aren't... Lovely in your own ways, too, of course. But enough faffing about here. Follow us, my dears.
5: This is our recreational area. We find it so much less stuffy to sit and relax out here for lunches than at the table in our dining room. The help should be bringing out some finger sandwiches soon. and We've taken the liberty of having them also pour out some drinks for us all when we first saw you pull up. Please have a seat and help yourself to anything else you like here. And I do mean anything.
10: Oh,
9: oh. Yeah, no, but thanks. We'd be
10: delighted to have a rest and share some food. Thank you, gentlemen, so much for your hospitality. Go on, girls, why don't you have a seat next to these fine men, and I'll be right back to join you. I'm sorry to ask more of you, sirs, but by chance, do
8: you have a powder room I could use? Ah, yes, quite so, quite so. Uh, It's just down that hall on your left, just past the den, where you can find the computer as well.
10: Thank you. I'll be right back. And girls, don't do anything I wouldn't do. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, yes.
1: Sitting down and drinking with you guys, uh, gentleman would be
9: awesome. Yeah, like something out of a dream.
5: Hmm. Now that your friend is gone, it's just two ladies and two men. What to do to kill the time, I wonder. I mean, we've already provided you ladies with scrumptious food and drinks. (laughs) Not to brag, but we are both obviously very wealthy. If there's something you can think of to trade for, perhaps we could lavish, you beauties, and even more gifts. Let's say for every minute of letting us do whatever we could think of to you, we'll add another carrot onto a ring we'll buy you. What do you say?
9: Oh, um, I mean, but where's the fun in just letting you do all the work? Isn't it more fun if you let us do a little more for you?
1: <laughs> yeah. You guys have been working so hard to treat us so nice since we came here. Just the picture of class and kindness. I feel like it'd be a lot of better for both of you to just lie down, relax, and maybe
5: take off your pants. Oh my. Oh, my word.
8: Oh, boy, I... Uh, I say, you, you girls are quite a treat.
9: Why don't we make this even more exciting? Here, let me help you with your tie, sir. There's a good boy. Now, why don't you put your hands by your head, and I'm just going to tie this tie right around.
1: You'll turn out, too, you big sexy. Uh, what a British cookie's called. Oh,
9: you big sexy... Biscuit, There. No. Now, isn't being blindfolded and tied up so much more exciting? It's nice to just lay back and feel the mysterious excitement sometimes. Especially for such powerful <laughs> men like you.
10: Okay girls, it's time to head back out. I was able to Alta Vista us a map. Well, thanks, fellas, for your hospitality and stuff. It's been great, and we really appreciate your help. You guys really are, like, just the best. Oh, also, maybe you should find a better place to store your wallets and checkbooks next time? Just leaving them in your jackets in the guest room. I mean, anyone could just waltz right in and take them, you know? Well, toodles! Awesome. Well, oh, later, wait, old wait, guy. Wait, 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 Jeez, wait,
1: you could have told us you were going to take that long. I really didn't pace my sexy act. I was about to dry hump the Modale biscuit.
9: Thanks for the obviously drugged wine we didn't drink. What? Hey, ow! Oh. Enjoy getting out of that knot. Stop
5: pulling it! I can't move my arms! That hurts! I mean, just making the knots tighter. Hey,
10: wait a moment! Come on. Woo, getting back at shitty guys is just what I needed after my breakup. Not to mention that gross guy at Chili's the other night. Man, you girls are the best. I super love you! <laughs> uh,
8: Archibald? This is just part of their roleplay, right? They'll... don't come back, right? I hate you so much right
6: now. Nature is truly a wondrous world full of twists and turns. Even ambush predators can be taken out by the remarkable strategy of a more clever prey. Simply assuming their money and power is all they need to secure any prey they want, has rendered these two far too ill-prepared for any deviation to their preferred hunting style. Absolutely fascinating. Our next stop takes us across the Pacific, through the Sahara, and back over the Atlantic to a small suburb of Philadelphia, where we find an abuser and her partner as she tries to ensnare them into her web. Let's take a peek.
1: I know we've only been going out for a couple of weeks, but we're having a lot of fun together, right? So, like why do you keep fighting it just move in with me already your lease is almost up and we spend way more time here anyway
6: some predators are very adept at successfully separating their prey from their packs into a comfortable and unsuspecting trap playing the long game if you will they pick prey that yearns for family and belonging and provide what it seems to be all that quite quickly With a prospect of a permanent home or other emotional anchor, the prey feels they can't leave, quickly forming an attachment with their new surroundings, thinking their ultimate search for their ideal life is finally at an end. Unknowingly, they are caught in the predator's sticky web, making it almost impossible to try to leave the predator after they show their true intentions.
11: Yeah, but that seems pretty quick. Don't get me wrong, I'm fine with living together, but, like, this is your house, you know? What if I annoy you with my, I don't know,
6: flossing habits or something else dumb, and you kick me out? Sensing hesitation, the predator deathly cranks her playfulness and cuteness to rom-com levels, lowering her victim's defenses.
1: Ew. You floss? <laughs> ah, JK, JK. I don't care about any of that stuff. i just like to see you more. Plus, if we live together, we can split the mortgage, which is, like, way cheaper than your rent right now. Just think, we can use all that extra money to get a... a puppy! Yes, we'll be like our own little family already, and you would make the cutest puppy mom.
11: Well, I mean, puppies are the best thing in our whole entire solar system.
1: I know, right? So quit being a wimp, and go grab your floss already.
11: Wow, you're good. I mean, I can't really argue against puppies saving money and being closer to you. Okay. I'll go let my apartment know, I'm not going to renew my lease. This is so exciting! Oh, you're the best!
8: Mm -hmm.
6: As the elated prey leaves, they have no idea just how good their partner really is. The predator will take this time while living together to cut off all forms of outside love, support, and acceptance to her partner. In doing so, The prey eventually comes to feel like they have nowhere and no one to turn to outside of the abuser's carefully crafted web. While we wait to observe the results of this predator's devious ploy, let's check in on another set of specimens. We'll now travel to the majestic swamplands of a far-off and strange unexplored area known to the locals as... Flo Ridar. Here, we find a predator in the advanced stages of a relationship, oftentimes referred to as marriage. Though they may appear to be a happy couple in public, inside the home is a very different situation.
7: Oh, honey, would it be alright if I, uh, go out tonight with some people from work?
12: Look, you know what I think of your work friends. They always seem like they're trying to talk shit about me behind my back. They're bad influences. You don't need to see them any more than you have to for work, alright?
7: I don't think they're that bad, and they just need to get to know you better. You're always so quiet when we've gone out with them. They're they're a fun change of pace sometimes, since we don't go out together as much anymore. Plus, I I feel it could help me put my name out there with my boss a little more. Maybe get a chance at that new position that just opened
12: up- You don't need to go whoring yourself out for more money, babe. I make plenty. You should honestly just quit. That place is a real shithole. You should go look for another job. Or maybe we can get back to working on making you a stay-at-home mom some more.
7: <laughs> you know I'm not really ready to be mom just yet, honey. But, okay. I'll tell them I won't be able to make it tonight, either. Oh, and honey, hmm? do you mind if I go visit my family this weekend? It's just, it's its my mom's birthday, and I haven't seen any of them since we've been married, and I know you don't like them too much, but I, I just really miss them. No,
12: and you know exactly
6: why. The predator, fearing his prey may receive emotional support, or try to reconnect with an outside force, becomes agitated, at this threat to his continued control and dominance over another human's life.
7: Honey, I I know you get nervous, but there's nothing to worry about. I've never done anything with him, and and I never would. Besides, I've known him since I was a kid. Brent's pretty much my brother. Plus, he's gay- Don't
12: you ever say that little shit's name! You hear me? I know you two have (laughs) fucked behind my back before. You're (laughs) so lucky. I love you enough to look past it.
13: But...
7: But I didn't cheat. I would never, baby. Don't you trust me? I mean, I trust you. Even after I saw you with Lisa in our- This
6: particular predator seems to be a very successful hunter. Observe how he blames his prey for a made-up transgression, then seamlessly shifts the conversation to make her feel like the one who should be on defense. Brilliant! And terrible. What an asshole. Why do you always try and bring Lisa up when
12: you're the one who needs to learn more about remaining faithful? Huh? (laughs) I told you, nothing happened. Now stop trying to change the subject from your shitty family and pissing me off on purpose! Hey, hey, come here, babe. Hey, come on. You don't only get mad because I love you so much. I'm just worried with how sexy you are. Other guys can't stop themselves, you know? Let's just forget about your family and what you did with whoever, okay? Let's just go out to dinner together this weekend. Just you and me. Anywhere you want, okay?
7: Yeah. Yeah, okay. That sounds really nice. Um, thanks, sweetie. I'm so sorry. I love you so much.
6: With the fret of his prey, reconnecting or confining on anyone but the Predator, temporarily neutralized, the abuser can breathe a sigh of relief and begin making up excuses for why he will have to cancel their dinner plans last minute, so he can go to a bar and attempt to capture another unsuspecting mate. Now let's change gears and check back on a previous couple and see how that relationship is progressing. It's been several months since we began observing the Philly Suburban Pairing, and it appears that the Predator has been away on business for a few days.
11: Oh, hey Ash, what's up? Dude, I felt like we haven't talked in forever. Figured I could give you a call and see what's up.
13: Oh wow! So you're still alive, huh? Jeez. You never get back to me or anyone else's calls or texts in months. I was seriously getting worried. Is everything okay? What?
11: It hasn't been that long, has it? Sorry, dude. Between moving in with Abby, getting settled at her place, and everything else going on, I guess I just lost track of time. Plus, she's not really big into hanging out with my friends. No offense. She acts like you guys are... Bad influences, you know? Like, I'm sure she doesn't mean it, though. Like, I-, I think she's just shy and gets stressed out by so many people.
13: So many people? We only have two other friends we hang out with. Whatever. It's just nice to hear from you, finally. So, do you want to get together? You can come over tonight. We'll play apples to apples or something and just catch up and stuff. You can even bring your girlfriend if you want. You in? You in? Well,
11: I guess Abby isn't coming back until tomorrow night, so she probably won't know I went out. Uh... Yeah, yeah, Uh, tonight sounds cool.
13: Whoa, 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 whoa. Does Abby not let you leave the house or something? Are you sure you're okay? This relationship doesn't sound that healthy to me. It reminds me of my sister's relationship. Man, her husband is such an abusive asshole that he took her all the way down to Florida just to keep her away from us. (laughs) What an asshole, right?
6: After months of subtly preventing her prey from meeting up with friends and talking about how she does not trust them, the prey has become unconsciously conditioned to think that attacks and the predator, despite them simply being concerns from one friend to another, are actually attacks on the prey's own choices and judgments, Thus, a terrifyingly efficient form of psychological paralysis that occurs in those caught in the web of this predator.
11: No, it's not like I'm a prisoner, Ash. Don't make her sound like some sort of monster or anything. I mean, it's not like she hits me. Who's ever heard of an abusive relationship where the people don't like hit each other, right? Look, she's a little controlling sometimes, but that's good. I I like having more structure in my life, and she pushes me to really better myself, you know? So, just, like, lay off of her, okay?
13: Hey, I'm sorry. I'm not trying to attack you or anything. I was just worried, that's all. Look, forget I brought it up. I just really want to hang out and see you tonight. This place will be a no-judgment-of-Abby's own. I promise.
11: (laughs) Yeah, okay. I appreciate that. Okay, I'll grab some drinks and head over in about an hour. Sound good to you?
13: Sounds awesome! I'll call the other girls and tell them to bring smaller shit and Mario Kart 2. We're gonna party like we're back in college!
11: (laughs) Man, we were such tame, nerdy college partiers. But I'm excited. I'll see you in a bit. Later, nerd!
13: (laughs) Can't wait to blue shell your ass. Oh, and tonight, we're going to do as many shots as what place you finish each race in. So get ready to get wasted! <laughs> See you soon, ho!
11: Alright, tonight's gonna be great! I gotta try and hang out with them more again. And... Hey, cutie! Uh, what's up? How's Dallas?
1: Who were you talking to? I just tried calling, and the phone was busy.
11: Oh, yeah, well, I figured since I was sitting here alone for the next day or so, I'd call up Ash and see if him and the guys want to meet up or anything for a bit. Is that okay?
10: When are you planning on
1: going? It's late now. You weren't planning on spending the whole night over there,
2: were you?
6: Well... At this point, the prey has two choices to make. They can stand their ground and explain that they can have a life outside this relationship and simply wants to spend some time with friends. Or Yeah, I mean, it is a little late
11: and I wouldn't want you to worry or anything. I'll just call him back and see if he wants to hang out tomorrow
6: or something. Completely cave in, allowing the abuser to get away with even more brazen power plays and controlling behavior in the relationship.
1: Good call. After all, I better be the only one getting to see your floss in my bathroom, sexy. And I'll be home tomorrow after dinner. And I miss you so much. So maybe just like go see your friends another day instead. I'll see you tomorrow at the airport then, right? Uh,
11: I mean, yeah, definitely. I can't wait to see you too. I missed you so much. I love you.
1: I love you too. Sweet
11: dreams, hot stuff. I guess I'll text Ash that I'm busy tonight. I'm sure he'll understand.
6: As we've previously witnessed, many types of predators use some form of charm to initially ensnare potential mates. Just as there are dozens of different types of dances performed by birds of the same species to attract a partner, So, too, are there many ways for predators to attract a partner of their own. We'll now take a gander at some unique and only recently documented courtship dances. For this, we'll look to the Kappa Beta Omega fraternity house on a New England College campus, where young men and women boldly pursue the biological imperative to continue the species no matter the cost to the gene pool.
2: Dude, did you see that super bangable chick over there?
0: Whoa! Bro, I am definitely gonna get my stinger up her tonight, bro. <laughs> Dude, back off, I saw her first. Bro, do you really wanna get a beat down over some hot sneeze? Let's be a broats about this, man. And settle this the usual way. Oh, uh, yeah, good
6: thinking, dude. Let's do it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
8: yeah. 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 Yeah.
6: The two competing males continue the beginning of the courtship by yelling, yeah, at one another for several minutes more. Ah, uh, jinx. Each trying to get the final, yeah, in. And thus, claiming the first victory in this display of dominance in hopes to attract the object of their desire.
2: Okay, dude, let's get started. Uh, let's see who can chug a bottle of Captain
0: Jack's for longer. You're on, bro! Pledge! Get over here and bring two bottles of Jack, bro!
6: With the bottles provided, the next stage in this intricate and hauntingly beautiful dance, Continue. Chuck Chuck
5: Chuck Chuck Chuck, 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 Chuck. All right, bro. Yeah. Oh,
0: you got me. <laughs> yeah. Look at How do you like me now, <laughs> oh. Bros, bro? Him, bro, You just blew chucks all over my Ed Hardy sandals, bro. This fucking qualified, bro. So now we gotta keep growing
2: Uh, yeah. Okay, dude. Let's. Do the egg run then. Ugh. Pledge, bring some eggs!
0: All right, bro, you know the rules. You both gotta run barefoot and bare ass around the house as fast as we can with an egg in our cheeks. If the egg falls out or breaks from ass clenching, you lose.
6: With this race, the men begin nearing the end of their courtship dance. If this failed to impress the female, then there would only be one further chance in the evening for one of the young men to claim his prize.
2: Damn it! My stupid rock-hard ass just demolished this egg! Jenny! Hey, Jenny! Do you see how
0: rock-hard my ass is? (sighs) Whatever. My big dick kept stringing around and threw me off balance! Which is why my egg hit the ground, bro! I would've had you if I had my jockstrap on, man! Hey, Janette! Did you see my big dude? You want to see it some more tonight? Ha! Huh. She's not even looking at
2: you, dude. She's probably got eyes strained from trying to make out your tic-tac and all that
0: man-bush! Just-just <laughs> shut up! Shut up, bro! Whatever! She's not looking at you either! We got to go big to get her attention, bruh! Alright, um... Uh... Ooh, I know! We both gotta jump off the roof and into the pool, bro! And Biggest Splash wins,
2: and guess Jenny! Isn't the pool only, like, four feet deep, dude?
0: <laughs> bro, I'm a business major. I don't know shit about pool depth, but if you're scared, you can puss out. And then I can get back to getting ready to bang Jenny all night long. What? No way
2: dude! You're on man! Let's do it! Yeah! Yeah!
0: Yeah! 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 Yeah, That's my
6: boy! After reaching the top of their frat house, the men prepared for their final display to prove why they should be the one to have the glory, a bragging to their friends that they totally got balls deep into Jennifer Weaver, even though they will most likely go no further than second base.
0: All right, prepare to eat my cannon bro! And completely empty the pool!
2: Okay, on three, we both run and jump off the roof into the pool. Whoever Jenny says has the bigger splash gets to boner tonight. One, One two, three! three. Jenny! Jenny! Wait, where is she?
6: During the display, the female continued to be uninterested in either male vying for her, and as such, left the party early with bioscience major Pledge Smitty, who offered her time in his parents' hot tub back at his place. Unfortunately for the two competing males, their final display was not even witnessed, ending not only a failed courtship ritual, but also Big D's party. The sirens of the ambulances brow campus security with them, causing massive amounts of underage participants to panic and scatter into the night. As is nature's way, the weak is weeded out. Survival of the fittest is a cruel mistress. With a little luck and a lot of physical therapy, a future mating dance may end in success for one of these. Wanderous. Creatures. And so, we come to a close on this expedition through one of the animal kingdom's most depressing forms of relationships. But fear not, fellow explorers. Many of these may yet end in a happy ending for our hapless victims. And if you or someone you care for ever finds themselves feeling like they are becoming trapped, in this game of cat and mouse, predator and prey. Please reach out to friends and family. Know that this is not something you should blame yourself for. Predators come in as many styles, shapes and sizes as any other type of potential healthy relationship partner, and are masters of manipulation. With that, please join us next week when we take a fascinating in-depth look at relationships between Doms and Sir.
3: That's strange. I could have sworn I just heard my puppy trying to talk. I don't have to teach my naughty puppy how to play dead, do I?
6: Oh, quite right. Uh, bark bark, bark, woof woof. This
4: episode of XY was voiced by our talented voice actors. Dan Gold as Carter the Bar Player. Kevin Couteau as Ash. Vocal Outburst as Taylor. Kaylin Mitchell as Gray, one of our vigilante women. Lithe Renee as Vanessa, another of our vigilante women. Curridwin as Karen, our third female vigilante. Whitney Williams as Jen, the girl that was dumped. Silver 146 xx as Teresa, our concerned friend. Angela Juarez as Alicia, our protective friend. Brandon Jenkins as Russell, the abusive boyfriend. Madison Dabs as Abby, the manipulative girlfriend. Henry Flores as Brian, our bro. John Patnop as Kyle, our other bro. Adam Clark as Archibald. Alexander Dottie as Reginald. And Callum Perry as our narrator and announcer. We would especially like to thank the writer for this episode, Brandon Jenkins. Our podcast features Public Domain and Creative Commons sound effects, and the Creative Commons music of the following artists. Please listen carefully by Jazzer. Focus by A.A. Alto. Olympus by Roth Bugden. Robot Anthem Part 2 by Learning Music. If you like this episode, thwack that follow button. Leave us a 5-star rating. Share us with your friends. Or even follow us on Twitter or Instagram. It really helps. Thanks for listening. And until next month, do the unexpected.